Left. Right. Yo, what's up, guys? This is episode 100 of Sip Talk. We made it quite a ways. Enjoy this episode. I will see you guys on the other end. Please like, subscribe, comment, and uh, looking forward to the next one. See you. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. Welcome, everyone. This is episode 100 of Sip Talk. I actually, to kick this off before we went live, I was getting stuff ready. I watched the first episode of TikTok, uh, TikTok of Sip Talk. I think it probably went better than this one will. But uh, <laughs> really, uh, I don't know. It, it, there's we have room. We have so much room for improvement and and so much time to take. Care I would of say that. that like when I before I joined in, I listened to episodes in like the teens. And I think that. For all of our faults, which are multi, like uh, multifarious, um, I think that we're way better than than we were 80 episodes ago. Well, seeing how you misnamed your own podcast after saying you watched the first one, I'm not gonna say it made a huge impression. Um, well, thank Doodle Mom for the congratulations. We are we are happy to be at episode 100. My thinking is, you know, with quantity, with quantity will come quality. And if we make marginal improvements, sometimes <laughs> we're so, get so that, that actually leads to our topic tonight, which is bad ideas that initially sound good. Yeah, hey, let's start a podcast. <laughs> I think, but I think I think persistence is really is really a you know a big one here. Uh, actually, now we're on dating advice. <laughs> the thing that got me about the first podcast was we did a screen record rather than a video record for whatever reason we just had the camera open and screen recorded the camera but there kept being drop down notifications so these calendar calendar alerts and push email notifications that kept kept coming through at one point there was like 12 minutes where it just said event notification across the top fifth of the screen and you couldn't see any but oh my god it was bad it was bad either way here we are uh, we're gonna pour some drinks very very important uh, I'm a little pissed off to start. I was actually in a really decent mood going into this. And then suddenly I just hit something. I saw something in my periphery on my way to do some recycling and instantly became pissed the fuck off. I'm going to get back to being happy and I will share with you what I was so pissed off about in just a minute. Stay tuned for that. Let's make some drinks. David up top. David Boswell, the political scientist out of Sacramento, California. What are you drinking, my friend? <laughs> I'm drinking something that's appropriate for, well, we'll see. Uh, Awake and Naked, it is a Belgian strong ale, eight and a half percent. Citra and Tetra hanging or not. So. I, I don't know. know what, Those what, aren't real words. Yeah, 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 I don't know what word you just said, but it's called Awake and Naked. It's a beer or it's a... Tetananger. Golden strong ale. All right. Uh, it's got coffee in it. So there's, it's caffeine and beer, yeah? Yeah, it's gonna be a long night. It's a lot earlier here than it is for you guys. So I've got I've got some time to kill. All right, fair enough. Two things, two things. Awake and yes. naked and awake and naked and timing. Uh, what I do want to do is I want to ask some of the viewers if it would be better if we had a later podcast. 
Because in New York at eight, eight o'clock at night, like my thinking is, you know, we need to be at 10 or 11 o'clock New York time, Eastern time, uh, which could potentially be more convenient for you. I don't know. But I don't know what people's viewing habits are or when they're going to sit down and watch a live well, show. Well, it's changed a lot since episode one because we're coming out of the pandemic. People can go outside again at eight o'clock at night and go grab a drink. So maybe they don't want to be watching us. True, true. But also, I, James, I think notably what you said that, yeah, the original podcast, probably the episodes weren't as tight and the topics weren't weren't as interesting as they are now. But there was an in-person aspect to be able to hang out, have some drinks in the future. Maybe we can bring, you know, do some more live sessions in person, be able to visit. And also like at my office or something like that, you guys can bring some guests. We're going to get into bringing in guests later on in the season after after episode 100 obviously this is this is it we've had some notable guests in the past so we're gonna have 100 episode long seasons <laughs> so we're in season two everybody no no we we're actually it. we're already oh, no. we're, we're already in season two the season calendar is the calendar year for us in case you were wondering um i want to get back to the awake and naked in just a minute and then i'll get to the pissed off part but if you're watching us live in the vertical format below me and geographically also below me is James, the Bosnator Boswell out of Charleston, South Carolina, professional referee, bartender, accountant, and philosopher, which I think that, you know, I really think that's a good combination. It really, you know, it really kind of levels you out there. You got some, you know, accountant that's kind of like very strict by the numbers, but the philosopher that's like, you know, it gives you, Gives you great perspective that I don't think accountants normally would have. And then you're referee, so you're really by the rules. But then yeah, you're James also... has never had a job as a philosopher. He yeah, never well, said he was a good one. Well, fair yeah, enough. Well, not many people have jobs sure. as philosophers. But then you get the bartender thing where you're getting people fucked up. So like you enforce the rules, but then you like encourage people to break the rules. I just I think I think really it's a different, good different rules. Yeah, different rules. Different rules. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so what are you drinking down there in uh, sunny old South Carolina? For episode 100, I'm sticking with the usual. I got a bush ice and I got myself a bottle of Evan Williams 1783 with a mm -hmm. ju just ice. No bitters tonight. All right, nice. I'm going to cut up some lime over here. Make a little uh, tequila, lime, and Pepsi Zero Sugar because why not? Um, so, what, what had you all pissed off like three minutes before the podcast? Well, so look, and this probably might sound a little obnoxious, and it probably, I mean, I know it is, but I had a soda when I came home, had the water bottle out here, I set it down somewhere, walked by, forgot about it. In my periphery, I see the water bottle, I see the soda bottle. So, you know what? I, I ought to put that in the recycling before I have a couple of drinks and forget, and it sits here, and recycling is a good thing to do. So, I walk up. I'm in the basement, by the way. I walk up, grab it. I look around. Everything is soaking wet. Now, I just put this carpeting down here. There was a small leak in the ceiling. I couldn't figure out more or less what it was. I figured I had it taken care of. And uh, what, they, what we did today was we had the house uh, water, water blasted. What do you call it? High pressure, pressure high pressure washed. And... Uh, I guess they must have sprayed at very high pressure into the concrete stairs in the front and it just came pouring through uh, to 
these two leather restoration hardware aviator chairs and the ottoman below now you know are they wrecked not yet right now they're just very fucking wet and uh i don't even know what happened to the, the soda bottle i don't know where it went but I, just, away. I just started ripping the fucking carpet off the floor grab some you know and i'm not like i don't mind if some certain things get fucked up like you know it, that's okay with me but i really like those chairs and it took me you know, i saw the chair in the store i was younger i saw I, I, this this is not only a very stylish chair, but it's surprisingly very comfortable. I think the style's a bit played out. I think it was popular maybe a decade ago or so, but but it's cool to me, you know, just like a, a Porsche 993. Like it's not current, but it's cool to me. It speaks to part of me where it was very impressionable and it hit me. I thought this was cool. I thought I had to have it. it took me a long time to finally buy these chairs. Now they're fucked. So set me off a little bit, made me a little bit pissed. But we're going to get back there with the help of alcohol. So um, we have Rosh watching. Uh, we have Rosh watching the live stream. Uh, thank you, Brian Rainey in Champs We Trust. Congrats on the 100th episode. Thank you for that. Um, we're not, you know, I think uh, I was thinking, you know, a lot of this episode, we could talk about some past episodes and really game up the fact that it is the hundredth episode, but you know, we're not the kind of guys that need to devote an entire episode to patting ourselves on the back. It'll be a three part series. <laughs> we're going to need more than more than one episode for that. It's like the goddamn Hobbit. It was the shortest book and somehow they turned it into three dragging movies. So, well, you got to monetize. No, I, I'm honestly impressed as a Jew, but as a consumer of movies and, enjoying the 180 page book Fuck. i've never i've never read the hobbit or watched the movie or i don't i don't something called the hobbit doesn't doesn't really pique my interest you know the 20 the 22 south park episode also titled the hobbit is a much better easier time and you can call it right there <laughs> yeah Just 25 minutes and it's quality from start to finish 22 i think it's their best episode ever i rewatched but. the highlights of that episode like a week ago Watched you know, it last night. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of South Park at all. But you know what? I really enjoy watching the episodes. That makes that makes any th- sense. You know? It's, no, it, it doesn't. It's it, a it very doesn't. engaging, very hilarious, very obnoxious uh, cartoon uh, TV show. And I don't. I don't like any of that. You know, something that's too funny all the time. Not. Not cool. Um, and uh, it's just obnoxious, not cool. It's a TV show, which I do not like. But anytime it's on, I will watch the fuck out of it. I'll just be glued to the TV and I will laugh the entire ride because it it's like is- saying I, I really hate McDonald's. I hate fast food, except whenever I drive past one, I have to stop there because, I mean, you know, it's there. Self-loathing, man. It's just that's that's part of who we are as people. Um, but. Uh, but look, let's. Uh, did you answer my question in the group in the group text, David? Do we have topics that are Which off week? limits, or yeah. or or can I, can we ask about last week? What which which aspect? Yeah, and, you know, the, the uh, date that you were about to go on. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Impending no. date. Yeah. Going going really pretty spectacularly there. Uh, so you got laid, all right? No, did not. <laughs> That's okay though. 
that's that's okay uh uh i've been single for a couple of years now and with the pandemic not hooking up with anyone so that's not really like at the, the forefront so it's been nice just to, to meet someone new and actually have someone who is kind of funny and makes jokes and doesn't take everything like super seriously like a right. lot of millennials did you bring the sandwich days. card uh it was in my wallet but we didn't go for sandwiches we just went so, for beers and cocktails so now that you're engaged yes um <laughs> i have some questions no, i have some questions for you about the date um because dating during coronavirus uh you know so you said you you got vaccinated well we know you got vaccinated was she yep. was she vaccinated yes she had had her second dose before we hung out a couple weeks before i don't recall what her reason for getting it for like open availability was but she oh she works for marketing for a, a water treatment company so okay well you know we don't need all the details on the on the grub but either working. way all right all right so and you asked all the usual questions like she had a recent std test and she was up to date on all of her other routine vaccinations of course i imagine what <laughs> I, I thought the routine question is what is your name and what is your quest well i don't know people people uh, uh, fucking snow white man um what i don't know i'll get i'll get this i'll get to, i'll get to snow white in a minute i'll get to snow white in a minute but it didn't didn't drug her no or need to resurrect her at any point during the first date if that's what you're referring uh, to no no because no um I, it, it, just, is... it just it just rolled through my mind and i know princess stories are your favorite david um but did you guys wear masks or you were you did you, you know were you what was a mask no. situation no masks right off the bat uh, no masks paper bags <laughs> One, two, or three. No, but I'm uh, curious. You rolled. I'm just curious. I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to play through my head. You rolled up. You had no mask on, so you're easily so, identifiable. Or you had masks on. You kind of waved, hoping that you that was the right person, and then you demasked. We we live on opposite sides of uh, our street, which is a major strip that has a whole bunch of bars, restaurants, like not nightclubs, but like places you can go at night. I I like there. I like the setup here. I like the setup. Like, were you wearing a mask when you first met her? And you're like, first off, we live on opposite sides of the street. Now, this particular street, it actually is it runs east to west. <laughs> it actually is an old road. She's she's on the wrong, she's on the opposite side of the tracks. Uh, so the the, the wrong side well. of the tracks. I don't know if it's the wrong. Well, yeah, it's the wrong side. <laughs> All right. So were you wearing you were you were wearing a mask? Had a mask. We we went to a local brewery. You have to walk inside, so you mask up because you have to walk inside. I want to order. This was a first date. But no, right? so as soon as we sat, as soon as we sat outside, no masks. But this was a first date. Yep. So first the initial, the initial encounter, were you masked at at that initial encounter? No. 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 All right. All right. That's that's what that's what I was getting at. That's all I wanted to know. Partly because we had talked about like vaccination status beforehand. It's like. Ah, I've got one. You've already gotten both. Pocket. All right. Fair enough. That was my, but it, it overall went well. She was funny. She works at a water <laughs> treatment plant. She pees in the water. It's probably tougher for a girl, but I know the guys at the Corona place do it. I don't think that was what I said, but we'll go with that. Sure, that's how they brew their beer. Uh, <laughs> brew it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. no, all they right. just pee it out. And it comes out at 5.4. 
they must they must drink a lot. I'm just taking some notes. Um, so look back to I, I back to your beer. You ever woken up? <laughs> um, I mean, I have a particular story I'm, I'm about to share just just because it was a rough. So roughs, and I probably shouldn't share it, but whatever. Oh, buckle up. Go ahead. No. Um, yeah, you're gonna power through it. Have you ever white woken up somewhere naked where you shouldn't have been? Yeah. You always oh. wake up and say, This is not my room. Should not be naked here. Fuck. You know, then now now I don't want to tell a strip. Martin. Wake up naked. Pops. You gotta you gotta take into account your surroundings. Like because it, it could either be something really good or really bad. Wake up naked what the hell happened she's pretty cute what the hell is he doing here <laughs> uh well what i was thinking i gotta take into account that my mom listens to the podcast sometimes so that could put me in some in some you know i gotta censor myself a little bit some of these times that's um, not what this podcast is about that is not what this podcast is about you um, just need to say it allegedly and you'll probably be good all right or I don't recall. Allegedly. All right. Before we get to the naked and afraid, <laughs> the naked and caffeinated, the naked and drunk. Um, we were talking last episode that I, I, I was saying that I'd heard a lot of employers were advertising for jobs and they couldn't find people to hire. I gave yeah. an example. I didn't look into it, but the guy was offering to pay 300 bucks a day for basic labor, not super skilled labor, but. Um, but not like what the new, what's the new generation called? I don't know. But if you were born from like 95 until now, like they probably didn't want you because you don't have any skills and you don't think that you should work because you deserve not to. Um, but I, I didn't, I didn't verify that story, but I did. Once I got off the train, I jumped in my pickup truck. And first thing on the news was about the labor market and about how people are having difficulty hiring. And then I opened my computer and there was a notification with some news. One of the headlines was, was New York Times. Why can't companies find workers? So like listen to our podcast. Yeah, they must have really Wall Street Journal was probably listening to uh, listening to us yesterday. Somebody obviously a contributor and they probably went to the higher ups and said, Justin's really got a good point. Because that's Stupid how us, man. that's how it works. It's that's that's why our podcast is going to blow up. Um, even though it doesn't blow up, I'm happy with it. You guys are fun. This is fun. Um, question for you: What's your favorite part about being on the podcast? Is it that I force you to drink on a regular basis? <laughs> I want to. What I want to know is what's the, what's the high point of being on the podcast and the low point well, about being on, I on think, the podcast? I because I favorite. have I have a low point. My favorite moment was you talking about the space pen and James and I both saying, no, that's a stupid story. That's fake. That's a stupid myth. Well, that's, I heard this story. I know, but you're, you asked the question, what's your high point? That's probably one of the high points. <laughs> yeah, because nope, you nope. thought you had this great story <laughs> and a great point to make. And we just and, and then we like so you've just got this airplane that's flying along and we just open up the anti-aircraft battery on it's it. a great lesson on perspective. The story that they're referencing is I was explaining how that's a story that I read and clearly uh it was it was somebody else telling the story and it was bullshit. But what I heard was the pilot pen was invented because 
America, um, the U.S. when they started going into outer space, they had ballpoint pens. And if you've ever tried to write upside down with a ballpoint pen, it doesn't work. Why? Because gravity is not pushing down on the on the the ink. Now, when it, you're it in does. space, when you're in space, you don't have gravity pushing down because there's no gravity in space. There's still gravity. Well, it doesn't work the same way. All right, thank you, David. Hey, try try writing long <laughs> enough upside down. Anybody who's tried to write in bed doesn't 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 work very well. Either way, the United States spent millions of dollars on this campaign to develop a pencil that uh, a pen that could write in outer space. And the moral of the story was: What did the Russians do? They used a pencil. They 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 just said, "Oh, well, the pen doesn't work. Just use a fucking pencil." However, apparently, that story never happened. It's completely false. Um, All right. Well, I'm gonna. Rosh, can you? Rosh, can you look on Snopes? Uh, what, what would you say again? Again, the reason is because pencils use graphite, which is a great conductor, and you don't want great conductor filings <laughs> flying around. Basically, an asteroid flying around the Earth at what thirty thousand kilometers per second. Yeah, um, when you've got a whole bunch of key electronics that de- that your life depends upon, you really don't want them short circuiting. Nothing there's frivolous. Like, oh, it might get the popcorn maker, guys. Be careful. Rosh, can you... The margarita machine's down, guys. Party's over. All right. Rosh, check Snopes for the the history of the pilot pen or something along this... this Fisher's space pen. Jesus, you don't even have the name right. Yeah, because pilot's a Japanese word. All right. Yeah, it was a a Fisher space pen. And that I only know that because James and I are ridiculous pen nerds but all right well what is there i need you i need you to lift me into into some better spirits here guys um so so the high point of, of for you guys was the episode where we were talking about the space pen and you and you just got to crush my story yeah it's probably um, the surface air missile to your dreams i'm i'm already i'm already i'm already sore about the the leather uh chairs here and by sore i mean like uh. a, a, like a cowboy sore not like they're uncomfortable chairs and now i'm sore Rush, what we want you to check is do research on NASA developing a pen for space and the myth that the Russians used a pencil. That'll give them enough to go on. All right, cool. All right, anyways, um, I, for me, I enjoy it just because, like, to the people that I've known the longest and I'm the closest with, I get to catch up with and bullshit twice a week. And the, the ever-impending dread of 7 o'clock on a Tuesday or Thursday when we don't have any topic, and we're just like, <laughs> <laughs> Every single week. Uh, yeah, it's about two thirty. It's about two thirty my time. I texted James like, "Yeah, shit, I don't fucking know." Things that sound like good ideas but are bad. I don't know. I'm taking a nap. Talk to you later. <laughs> that was two thirty my time. I was like, "All right, well, we got we got another three hours here." Well, I, I still think it's a good topic because we well, thank can get you. Let love. We can get some comments on this one. <clears throat> I got a whole bunch of good ideas. Um, I got some. I got one comment from Smart Tom. I told him I was like, "Here's the topic that I'm thinking about for uh, for tonight," and I said, and I framed it as bad ideas that initially sound good. And Tom, without missing a beat, said, "Women's right to vote." That's not funny, man. <laughs> you got to preface when you're making a joke. All right, you're gonna get us in trouble here. You're gonna get us fucking Snow Whited, like the Prince from Snow White. That's not cool. Uh, <clears throat> so um 
fuck, I just totally lost my train of thought. So Rosh sent us the link. What's I'm gonna I'm gonna open this link here. It uh, doesn't answer to, the question. It talks about the pen. It doesn't answer Yeah, it the talks about the technology that went into it. Okay. Which doesn't answer the question. All right. Yeah, Rosh, well, actually, no, the second paragraph it says oh, it's just a go. myth. There we go. I didn't open it. All right. Well, we yeah, were looking. I knew it was, thanks, Rosh. Sorry. It's it's tough for us to click on the links while we're while we're live here trying to stay engaged. I can always see when James gazes off to the upper left of the screen. Oh, well, also because the oh. lighting changes. Welcome back, James. <laughs> 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 yeah, and we and we can see with the, the glare in your face. So um all right. Fuck, I still lost my train of thought here. So let's get into this bad idea thing. First off, you you but before we get there. You just you you gave me your high points of the podcast. What I want to know: what's the worst part about the podcast for you? Because I, right off the bat, I can tell you it's just like forty minutes in, having to piss, like an agonizing need to take a piss. And James and I have taken breaks in the past, but I usually try well, to get through the full hour. You know what? The election night podcast was a lot of fun because we were going for five hours straight. <laughs> I remember the election night. I just remember texting James all these different like offshore properties. Like, hey, this is like three hundred thousand, and it's four hundred feet up a cliff, overlooking the Atlantic. Let's move there. Maybe. Oh, it was beautiful. Those, those house. The problem is getting financing for them. We have to. Yeah. No. Like, I'm. I'm oh, hold sure on. Well, wait. Wait. wait here. Podcast. So, just for the record, we have. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. So you just hear me up because I because I asked you when you initially met the girl, were you both wearing masks? And you go, well, you know, she lives on one side of the street and I what live the on the other side of the street. This story, because because you gave you gave that short answer. Yes, we were married wearing masks. So we saw each other initially or, or no, we because you're masks. diving and into then you it. Gave, you, you, and then you, you gave for, the whole setup. You precluded the question was, is, is anything off limits, David? Oh, oh, what the fuck do you want? No, no, now we're talking about the election. That was a longer time ago. I and have much less talking, fond feelings for that evening. So the. the the election night. Anyways, we're watching the election night, and it has really, really strong undertones of fucking 2016 all over again. Because you look at the returns, like, oh, he's gonna kill him, and like, oh shit, we're not gonna wait closer tonight. than it should be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Under any circumstance, we're like, I can't do another four years of this. I moved here trying to do the whole grad school thing and politics and keep. I, I can't commit to living in the United States another four years if it's going to be the last four years. I, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I'll, I'll fuck off for a few years and take that little, like, I don't know, uh, penalty stroke in golf. Like, oh, take a step back. You're 35. You're starting where you would have if you were 30. No, yeah, it's just like a bad role. I'll, I'll deal. I'll, I'll deal with that to not have to be here for like. Trump's second term. No, but even true, team. like like somebody like you who really enjoys politics, it that was the last four years were not the last five years were not enjoyable. Given there was so much going on in in politics, so much hot and cold and just kind of flaming bullshit going on all the time. But it was not a fun period in time to be interested or covering or watching politics. It was... That's one criticism that I love from the Republicans right now, because like Biden's really popular. And like one of the criticisms they have is like, well, this administration's so boring. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. It's fucking politics. Well, first off, politics, there's there's one politics channel, like true politics channel. And that's 
C-SPAN. That is the most boring station. Now there are, are other news channels, yeah, but, but they're not just, just covers politics straight but up. It's just it's just you just get to watch politics as they happen. And that I would say uh, greater percentage than 90. So I would say greater than 99 percent of the time. Nothing is happening and is utterly, completely boring. And it's just a bunch of people sitting in a room. Have you watched C-SPAN? Uh, I've it's usually just like uh, coverage of the the floor or something like that. And nothing's okay. going on. James and I both worked in the New York State Legislature for a period of time. We are intimately familiar with how boring fucking legislation is. <laughs> that's my point. And that's usually what sees. It's just kind of like live uh, video of what's happening. And there's there's no opinion on it. And yet uh, you, have, you have multiple 24-hour news networks that do nothing but talk about politics and make it blood sport. Because it's like... Um, it's like battle porn for people who are like super into it i i can't watch anything on the news i can barely read the news, the political news these days because it's well it's now so now you have the different networks attacking the other networks it's, it's well when you've got to be on the air for 24 hours there's not 24 hours worth of news so you have to just fill the air with bullshit and like at least with C-SPAN, they don't try. They just say, yeah, we're just going to show a picture of the empty house floor or whatever. Like, I th- You know what, though? I, I would love to see a channel just come back and put on like 12 hours of or even like 16 hours of, of TV a day and then just go fucking black. Like, well, you I'd can lo- turn off the TV. No. Yeah. But I'm saying that the network itself is just like, you know what? This is what we're going to put out there and we're not going to put out some filler shit. Like if you look at MTV right now it's just fucking ridiculousness or some shit like that playing over and over and over again like that's not how do you when would you place i mean not like james and i or you have watched mtv over the last 20 years but when would you put the switch at mtv turning from like hey there was some music here to this is a dumpster fire very early 2000s i was gonna say early 2000s 2002 three like real world after real world not not real world, sorry. The the little uh like four in the afternoon total request live. Yes, TRL. Mm-hmm. Do they even have that anymore? I have no, no idea. God, they don't do music anymore. They but they it's just MTV. Play... it's MTV. They don't do music. <laughs> um all right. Well, anyways, let's let's return quickly to the story. So election night, I'm on the air with Justin live and we're following the election night coverage and we're talking loosely about the election and then like making drinks. And by the time it's over, we're both hammered. But <laughs> at some point during the night, and we talked about this on air about how like the prediction market started to flip when it looked like Trump might actually have a chance of winning or whatever. That's when me and the Derv were firing back and forth on texts looking at properties to buy in the Caribbean. Panama, Chile, Trinidad, Japan, Costa Rica, Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. yeah, maybe not a bad idea just in general. Uh, I'm pretty much there. I'm, uh, yeah, California. I'm here, and it's gonna. Be, I'm gonna spend like two months outside of California this year because I live in a shitty apartment where there's no central air, and in the smoke season it's 105 degrees outside and 100 degrees inside my apartment but you can't go outside because it's so fucking smoky so you're literally trapped in your and, one and this year's supposed to be really bad for you this it's year's smoke season brought to you by marlboro 
It was. Uh, I was biking back Saturday, James, on the American River, and I had to go. I had to bike past a fire. There was a fire engine hat, but still, it was a ton of smoke I inhaled. I really should have just gone back the other 12 miles to go around it. Anywho, got to be a clusterfuck this year. We got like half the amount of rain we're supposed to. I don't know if I want to live here if like three months out of the year, I can't go outside. So I'm not tied here. Uh, we talked about moving a couple weeks ago. That might be in the yeah, future. Yeah, we talked about moving be, like, last week. Like, two years. Yeah. Um, that's not, I mean, don't, don't, don't pretend like you remember last Thursday. No, very little of it. Very little. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Thanks for calling me out on that one. Um, uh, thank you, Carol. Uh, who, Carol Ferrucci. Oh, my God. Election. I was hilarious. Um, it yeah, wasn't I mean, funny at the time. It, it, it was very it was very serious. And I was trying to hold back my politics. I was not happy with what was going on. And it was scary shit. It was definitely scary shit. Comedy's uh, lost everything. Now, tragedy. That's funny. It was almost a tragedy. So good. Bad ideas that sound good uh, on the offset. So I got one. I got one for you. Um, I'll let you guys think on. Uh, I got uh, a few. Uh, all right, hold on. Let's let. And also, watch. Chad, if you've got any examples to throw out there, we want to hear them. So, uh, so I I used to work at this gym in uh, at, outside of Albany, in New York, and one of my workout buddies took a road trip on motorcycles to South Carolina. Him and his friend, and they both had sport bikes. Now, anybody who's ridden a sport motorcycle. So, you know, a Harley rides kind of like this, right? Like you you're sit back, your feet are forward. Then there's like a neutral riding position where you're, it's almost like sitting in a chair like this. Uh, but then a sport bike is more along the lines of this. Supermaning it? Oh, no, you're just taking it. You're <laughs> <laughs> you you all of your weight is on your your front hands. You're leaned forward. You are your feet are behind you, so you're you're as aerodynamic as possible. Sport bikes are designed to go fast, um, and uh, a road trip is not enjoyable at ninety miles an hour plus. Like 90 miles an hour plus, 100 miles an hour plus, hitting like 120 and north of that. Like, that's cool briefly. It's cool until like so, all of a sudden, like something doesn't feel right or you catch something out of the side of your eye and your heart rate goes to like 150 all of a sudden. But when you're taking a road trip, you want to be going quick because obviously you want to be covering, you want to be covering ground. But it, there needs to be, it can't be high pressure, high stakes, in high intensity the entire time. So a sport bike is built for that. It's not relaxing. It's not comfortable. And they told me like they got like hours into the trip and they stopped and they were like, oh, we can't, you know, this is fucking stupid. And, and then they kept going. They're like, no, no, we're going to do it. But then they got like halfway down. I don't remember. What, I, I know they didn't make it the whole way. Um, but they make it like Richmond. I don't have any idea. Um, this is like 15 years ago, but but that was a good idea. Let's go down to a hot climate area on our motorcycles. We'll be able to dick around on the bikes, uh, you know, be out. People will be wearing bikinis and, and it'll be fun, but just not very well thought out. 
Speaking of not very well thought out and bikes, there was an anti-mandatory wear a helmet while motorcycling law in New York back in like 2012 or 2013. What do you mean? Like legislation? It was like a protest. It was a protest saying, hey, it's New York State. Screw you. We don't have to. We don't want to have to wear helmets while we're on our motorcycles. We're fine. So they do this like five, 10 mile an hour civil protest down State Street in Albany, which you're familiar with. And uh, one of the guys hits a, hits a pothole and tips the bike over and hits his head at 10 miles an hour and dies. No, for really? <laughs> no, dad? this happens all the time. Like any of these like anti-helmet protests or whatever, mm. like someone will end up like crashing and killing themselves and they would have lived if they wore a helmet. Uh, you know, the death had... part's not funny, but like, I mean, come on. Kind of well, funny. It, it's the same thing with the gender reveal parties where the dad dies. Like, fuck, they already reproduced. Yeah, we it's didn't too late. cut them out quick enough. Uh. All right, um, give me give me another uh, give me another one, James. Uh, well, I, I guess I'm just gonna piggyback off Derbs and say gender reveal parties. Sounds like a good idea. We're gonna get all these people together. We're gonna celebrate the fact that we're having a kid or whatever, and then they're just fucking stupid. And then like you might lit light half of Arizona on fire. See, I like like a dart game. You put like a little bit of pink or blue powder into a balloon. You throw a dart at the board. It pops. It's talcum powder. Cool. Not like I'm gonna do a pyrotechnic display and burn yeah. three hundred square acres. But people are people want to do like that's and that's why we're not there with this episode. We're not we're not like going all balls to the wall here on one hundred episodes. Like it's just I, I'm not that person. I don't think any one of us is. Where oh here's want, one from my roommate dating a girl with the tongue or nipple rings. That what's what's the bad idea that was it's dating her was the bad idea no no it sounds or like her, a good idea but it's actually a bad idea which is what her her from herself getting them or the guy dating her i don't i don't what if they're not rings on the nipples what if they're bars well most people have bars david most women have bars most it's not like an actual like ring where you're gonna like clip some into it james I don't know. Uh, it's like rings, like earrings. Yeah, you can have rings or you can just have like a bar. I don't really know. They're most typically bars. Just throwing that out there. Uh, women, you're welcome. <laughs> women, you're welcome to comment on that. But <laughs> I'm telling you, it's usually just a, a bar. Uh, but what's the bad idea? I don't get he, he's saying it's a, it's a bad idea, etc. It was a good idea. I think he's imputing character. Well, I mean, if you want to throw like tramp stamp in there, like, or just tattoos in general, uh, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Ultimately, a bad idea. I think tattoo is commonly probably that's an issue for people. I think uh, my friend Ben has the the award for best stupid tattoo in the last year. Tom would like to have a cut. Tom uh, enters the ring after this. Let, let me finish the, the, the worst idea for tattoo. It was in New Orleans during Mardi Gras last year when everything was blowing up COVID-wise. Uh, it was after getting some cocaine from the pedicab driver and then all going back to party and then doing a stick and poke tattoo in New Orleans with random people at the height of COVID. I think that takes the cake for stupidest tattoo in the last year. 
Okay, so Tom has a tattoo. Derv, do you know this one? The um, the tattoo that he has on his butt. Can't Tom say. has a personally familiar. Uh, well, I, I can't imagine why you would. But he got a tattoo when he was you, in college of a strawberry are. on his butt, specifically so they could tell people that it's scratch and stuff. <laughs> That's the best thing I've heard all day. It doesn't doesn't hit it there with me. I don't. What's that funny about that? That's just it's not it's not it doesn't. Uh... It, 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 just go to a bar and be like, yeah, this was scratch and sniff. <laughs> you, how, often changed... he, how often is he pulling his ass out? Uh, I think he's only done it like once or twice. It doesn't matter. Hmm. It's a solid concept. <laughs> uh, James, that was cheesy. I don't know. Actually, they might be talking about something else. But I wouldn't be surprised. There's a, there's a lot that's cheesy here. Um, best bad ideas. So if you guys are watching live, let me know. What's uh, what's a, what, what is it? Best bad ideas or bad no, no, ideas? no. It's bad uh, ideas that initially sound like good ideas. Threesome with your girlfriend's best friend. Bad ideas that initially sound like a good idea. I'm just gonna wake up with twice the amount of disappointment. Um, How do you? Divide by zero or multiply by infinity. Stars and Stripes says that's the mindset of a college guy. And she's talking about the strawberry and the ass. And I'm pretty sure he got it when he was in college. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's, it's, it's still kind of funny. <laughs> like, we get it. It's juvenile. We get it. I'm 14 and this is funny, but it's funny. Yeah, it, I, I get it. <laughs> Well, my not thinking I, is, I'm my not thinking is, I'm not going to do it myself and pay a royalty for having the pleasure. But here, like, here's the here's the here's the kicker. I think somebody's going to look at that and say, you know what? That's a little funny. I get it. I'll bet you at one point that was very funny, and that's what's sad about it is that the funniest factor wore off really quick. You know, and I, I don't know. You, like, I hope I hope well, you don't have a hairy ass, really. No, that's why I don't have I don't have any tattoos because a tattoo is pretty much permanent unless you do like really painful removal, which reminds me of a friend who's so happy about his tattoos. This huge like six inch black letter across his entire back, and then he found out they spelled it wrong. What did they spell wrong? <laughs> I would keep it because that is just funny. All of it, James. That was Ben. Anyways. Uh, was it the same tattoo that he got in New Orleans? No, it wasn't. Because that would make but, sense. It would fit. No, luckily enough for him. All right. Well, uh, Zach Young, Zach Young from uh, Charleston, South Carolina, just joined. Zach, if uh, if you're still live, if you're still watching us, were bad ideas that initially sounded like good ideas. Uh, I feel well, like Zach, Zach has probably got a couple of them. I was saying about tattoos. I've never had an idea a year ago that today i thought was very good and tattoos stick with you a lot longer but i just i agree but i also like i don't have the passion there in my life you know like the the passion behind like one particular thing is not there it's just you know what i'm passionate about is my inherent ability to injure myself i have more scars that are more interesting than tattoos that people paid money for and i did this all for free so i'm just going to keep doing stupid shit and injuring myself and that'll give my skin character. I don't need to pay someone to like mark it up. Eh? 
Yeah, fair. Yeah, I mean, th- but tattoo, I think generally, um, it's more intentional. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. What What else you guys got for uh, for anything current events? Also, I'm, I'm I'm curious because we're we're out of bad ideas. Maybe that was it. What? You know no, what, no, James? no, no. Your topic no- for the your topic for the <laughs> podcast was a bad idea that initially sounded like a good idea. I'd say your idea of starting a podcast was a bad idea that sounded like a good idea. Well, you st- you're still here. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> um, no, but uh, look, actually, I I got I got one for you, and it's not exactly a. Uh, <laughs> 100 shots sounded like a good idea. Yeah, well, the, yeah, there was no way between the three or four of us we were gonna pull 100 shots. So I got this. So. What happens to me sometimes is I end up down this rabbit hole of links. So I go to a web, I click on a link. I'm like, oh, that looks like an interesting news story. And then within that news story, there's these other teaser links. And then I just get lost. So uh, there was a, this studyfinds.org article I clicked on. And what I got from these, these were the articles uh, related to the article I was reading. Hair loss gene puts balding men at greater risk of severe COVID-19 infection. That was the top. That was the top one. I'm like, Ooh, I should read that. Um, next one, no immunity, COVID-19 virus reinfection common in healthy young adults. Study suggests COVID-19 alters human genes, explaining mystery behind coronavirus long haulers. Indoor social distancing rules don't adequately address COVID-19. Six feet is no better than 60 feet. Back off, thanks to COVID. Two in three Americans can no longer tolerate crowds. Who the fuck, like if you were surveyed, would say, yeah, I definitely am cool with crowds. I don't think anybody was cool with crowds ever. I remember Uh, when we were in, in, in South Carolina, you talked about how you always wanted to go to the most packed bar. So, yeah. I don't That's, think I said, well, you know what? You probably, uh, you know what? I don't like, I don't like packed bars, but I can, I have a feeling. Time. I have a feeling that's because most bars there, the, uh, this is mean, but probably the likeliness of running into somebody at a bar that we would be interested in having a conversation with for the vast majority of establishments were probably not, not very good. So in order, in yeah, order, but how much, how much, how much conversation did you really want to have? And also, how much conversation can you have at a packed bar? Well, if there's somebody cool, you can you can bring them to a cool place that is not packed. How do yeah, you even you can, get to that step? No, you, you just take them suddenly out of the club without letting them let their friends know behind the club, typically behind a dumpster. Do you have a lot of experience with this? Hope you you're wearing too. a mask. Hope you're wearing a mask. At oh, time. I got another bad idea that sounds like a good idea at times. Clothing optional beaches. Ooh. clothing yeah you know the whole nudist thing to me was never never an alluring <laughs> thing like i see myself sometimes in the mirror i'm just like oh fuck man that's not that's not good better put some clothes on <laughs> you know, I, I would feel i i feel i'm making myself uncomfortable right now i like put, put something on um danushi justin how are you still alive uh I don't. I don't know what that conversation is about. Uh, am I? Am I still alive? Are you alive? Am I alive? I guess so. Um, but uh, 
But yeah, the whole like nudist colony thing, man, very strange. And then it's typically no, uh, there's not in shape people that like are at these establishments. It's usually, people that are not in shape. Like, what's the drive there when you're really that out of shape? Do you want to go and be naked around other naked people that are also out of shape? Well, that's the same thing with like clothing optional beaches. As you think, uh, yeah, we're gonna see a whole bunch of like attractive naked people, but. All the people that you would want to see naked are not at the nude beach. Yeah, they're at the like teaser beach. We're like the thing about bathing suits, especially women's bathing suits. You're ba- it's, you're basically naked anyways. But the the nude beaches don't just take the same people from the regular beaches and just take their clothes off. They take the people that aren't on any of the beaches, <laughs> right? Like they take the people from Walmart and then That's they put right. them on the beach park them <laughs> oh man yeah look the, i feel like this, there's thoughts that i have that are just not nice things but i see a lot of these homeless people begging for money for, for food and I, obviously i know they're not really homeless and you think they should be naked well no 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 they're usually really overweight and really out of shape and i'm thinking like i know you're not going to buy food with this and obviously, food is not an issue for you. And I feel I feel bad thinking that, but but they're obviously not doing enough drugs to lose weight. Well, I saw this woman who's who's usually like like got her clothes all tattered up and and she's wearing dirty clothes. She looks pretty rough, and she's always standing out asking for money. Very big lady. Actually, yesterday I was walking to the train, and there was a cop walking towards me, and this woman was I don't know twenty feet ahead of me. And the cop literally, and she was walking the same direction as me against the cop. The cop literally stopped and just kind of did this. Like just jaw dropped, like what's going on? And he couldn't arrest the woman. You know, there's nothing. Obviously, the woman was like strung out in some drugs and really fucked up. Also, like if you're that cop, do you want to be the one that, hey, I'm going to try to arrest you right now when she has... 300 pounds on you well yeah exactly in chance we trust says going to work from hanging out all night still intoxicated instead of calling out yeah yeah that's 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 definitely a bad idea that seems like a good idea at the time unless you work at a restaurant in the kitchen especially in which case it's just going to work that's yeah that's probably screening for that on the interview But also, not, not how do you pre-employment drug screening not, for back of houses? Do you have drugs in your system? Not if not you, how do you it, perform it, under pressure? How do you it, perform it, when you're fucked up? Is really it, it, yeah. Because if, if you don't have drugs when you're going into the drug test for the job, you're probably you're not going to fit in here. No, you need to you need to blow this hard. The more the barrier. Um, I don't, sorry, I didn't, I didn't finish my thought. Because it, it it got worse, you know. That, when I, do I, you? So look, I uh, I've been dieting lately, and and I noticed that people that are like dieting, not people that are just normally in shape, but people that are dieting, get up in this kind of high horse about dieting, and they harass other people about what they should and shouldn't be eating. I see it happen all the time. I feel that way, and sometimes I catch myself saying things like, "Oh, that's really bad for you." It Have you tried of- the ho- horse diet? What's Very the horse lean. Diet? Fucking horse. Um. So, but, but I, but I get like these people get up in their high horse. So I'm walking down the street. I saw the same lady that yesterday, the cop stopped and just jaw dropped. 
and she was eating an ice cream cone sitting on the stairs of the subway, which the stairs for the subway are disgusting. The woman was was pretty messed up. And and look, I have a lot of compassion for these people sometimes, but it's in it's insane the number of homeless people. And you typically we in the in an area you see a lot of the same homeless people. You see them doing drugs. You see them injecting heroin. You see them like it's it's a bad scene, especially near Madison Square Garden, Penn Station in uh, in Manhattan. But the woman was just sitting there eating an ice cream cone. And I thought like, you know, I was like, oh, good for her. She's chilling. And then I thought, you know, it would be a great book series. <laughs> I feel really bad for this. But if somebody just photographed a bunch of fat people eating ice cream cones <laughs> and published a book with the pictures, I thought that would... <laughs> and didn't. And didn't address the fact that they were like overweight, but just you know, who, does, I don't know. who, who does but, your market research? <laughs> what <laughs> nobody would buy that book, but then I realized the reason I was feeling this way is because I was mad at people who were eating ice cream because I'm so fucking hungry all the time, and that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're just jealous, <laughs> yes, I, I was, I was jealous and I was mad. I wanted to portray people who eat ice cream as as overweight, out of shape people. Or did and, you just want to look at a picture, like a book full of pictures of people eating ice cream? It's a Ted Alexandra asparagus diet. You eat asparagus whenever you want. <laughs> and the rest of the time, you just cry because you're <laughs> so you're hungry. hungry. You're hungry. You're so hungry. Ted Alexandra. You just cry. Is Ted Alexandra still around doing comedy? Because he, he is. is um, it's It's amazing. How something, a, a comedy routine that we watched when we were 15 and 16 years old has stuck around 12. so long. Yeah. <laughs> I was 11 or 12 when that happened. I think that's more impressive. Um, all right. It's so, a Gabriella. That so few people have seen. Gabriella. Hard to find. Uh, Gabriella. I am the puke fairy. All right. Let me, let me, share, let me share a comment with you. Gabriella de uh, Ocampo. I think I can't read it. I'm sorry, Gabriella. Uh, what about those kids that do a blood brother oath? One hundred percent bad idea. Yeah, that was always a weird. Was always a I weird never one. understood that. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I don't think that's it more like movie thing than. Real but life yeah, but kids thing. must see it in movies and and do it. Well, I remember when like kids, kids the, are fucking stupid. I remember in the early nineties when like HIV and AIDS was a much bigger issue than it is now. They talked about like blood brothers being like like one of the things that caused HIV to spread because you're mixing blood. I may and, have heard and that. That was like a also. big thing in the early nineties. Cause there, you would have been a little too young for this, but like, I remember in elementary school, them talking about one, it all the time. One would hope, but yeah, I, I don't really know how much of a thing that is anymore. Um, yeah. A coffee book would be bone skinny people eating ice cream and lots of carbs. Uh, all a good, a good a coffee table book, a good coffee right. table book would be skinny people eating ice cream and lots of carbs. My, yeah, but from my perspective of being hungry, I wanted to make eating ice cream look as bad as possible. And I don't know. I felt I felt really mean with that thought going through my head, but uh, but I quickly identified it as that high horse syndrome where, you know, where, where people do that when they're dieting. Um, on that note, is it D Acampo? So, so Gabriella, da, it says D apostrophe A C C A M P O. I feel bad mispronouncing names. I feel like I, that should be like Gabriela del Campo. 
here i'm gonna i'm gonna type it to you guys you tell I, me i wouldn't think. worry about it like is she saying anything more let's throw some more quotes out there so you can continue mispronouncing your name yeah my bad well she's she's trying to get it out there she's trying to get it out there and and now now everybody in the, in the comments on tiktok and, and instagram is telling me to go eat ice cream i don't want an ice cream just, yes you ha- do just have just have a drink i'm much happier with the drinks save the calories Save the turtles. I don't know, sea turtles. Oh, plastic. I got another bad idea. <laughs> that sounded like a good idea at a time. Building a bar in your tiny ass apartment. <laughs> which which apartment? <laughs> James, another throwback for stand up. I like food. I like sex. No. No. <laughs> By the time you get anywhere interesting, she's going to be asleep and you're going to be in a diabetic coma. Said those exact words last night. <laughs> um, it's weird how these things travel like twenty years. I'll give you. I'll give you a bad idea. So, so a good date idea is you cook for each other or something like that. But you have to, and you have to be very careful with the portion control because what happens is the night ends up. You know, you're not going to half-ass the cooking because you're going into it with the cooking, right? So the the goal is you cook for you know you cook for the other person. But what ends up happening is you end up eating too much because the focus is on you want to you want to appease the other person by eating the food that they're cooking. So you eat a lot of it. And then you are just kind of in this food coma afterwards. And it doesn't work for the sex part very well. So I remember when when we lived together in, in, in Charleston, we, we did the uh, the Sunday night cooking together with like four or five of us. We weren't trying to fuck each other. Just no, but it was just like a friend's getting together. We, we yeah, cook a you, meal you, together. It doesn't and sound then, like you guys have to try it. Yeah, and then we would all watch like a movie or something together. And every single time we did this, Justin would eat way too much. And it would be all of us sitting on couches watching the movie. And then Justin <laughs> passed out, spread eagle on the floor, snoring. So actually, this is during a period in time where I was getting in pretty good shape. Um, shortly before I moved to, to <laughs> Sounds New York. like it. And, uh, but I was dieting fucking hardcore. And I only allowed like one cheat day a week. I remember one time we went fishing and I bought a half gallon of ice cream. So we all got like some food for ourselves. I brought myself a half gallon of ice cream. We got out there. I realized I never spoon. So I ate it with a credit card. <laughs> I, I sliced through the, 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 the frozen ice cream. Just for the record, Danushi, I, I do eat ice cream at times. And this particular time... I was uh, was very very hungry for ice cream. I think it was moose tracks. James really turned me into the moose tracks, and uh, I got this half gallon and I ate it with a credit card because uh, you got to do what you got to do. I, I MacGyvered slash Boy Scouted that shit, and uh, I got I got another bad idea. Hold on, someone said Tiki Bar in Charleston, which obviously is going to be voodoo, but. Voodoo. Um, I mean, another bad idea that sounds like a good idea at a time is buying a Jeep in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Buy, buy a car on the Internet. <laughs> uh, I have twice. I haven't fucked up nearly as badly as you because I paid someone to drive the cars from Florida up to where I was instead of going out and getting stuck in Kansas. On both sides of Kansas, by the way. Twice. I, yeah, I, I got I got stuck in Kansas twice. One upon entry, one upon exit. <laughs> Um, that was a bad, we'll have to tell that story sometime on the, on the, uh, another episode that was, 
We need epic. to do a spinoff. We need to do a spinoff car series because we have enough stupid stories oh, about cars. We, we definitely, we definitely have some good car stories. I'd like to, I'd like to hear yours. You I guys just, know mine. Like, so. I remember that weekend really clearly because you were talking about. Um, and I, oh, I got to respond to this comment in a second. But I remember talking to my mom and said, like, I really want to fly out with Justin, like drive back with the Jeep or whatever. And mom says, in no world is that happening. <laughs> Thank God she fucking did. <laughs> what do you mean? You would have had a lot of fun. It was a fun trip. It just took two or three or four more days than we thought it would. Yeah, that's how I characterized the hostage situation, too, when I was yeah. stuck out there. M, uh, there's M says, what's worse being, what's worse than right day, being too full or having a whiskey dick? Uh, never really had that whiskey dick as an issue. Oh, I'm sure you really haven't. Uh, you know, I, I drink a lot. Um, no portion control. Who's going to eat all of it while you're drinking? So you'll have to. So you'll have time for sex. Um, I think David went to take a pee, which is definitely one of the most difficult parts of this podcast. Is lasting I'm pretty close there too, actually. But I'm telling you, like there are times we get 40, 45 minutes, 50 minutes into it, and I'm tapping my foot under the desk, like fuck, fuck, fuck. I got I gotta pee. Yeah, um, I just need to cut a hole in my chair. <laughs> After the last ep- actually last episode, I didn't even have to piss that bad at the end of the last episode, but I was thinking, like, man, I, I wonder if there's some way I could rig up. A piss system. I wonder if that's a thing. People who are on air. Well, I just catheter. think. So, I mean, my thinking is like being a bus driver has got to be the worst. At least with a ta- if you're a taxi driver, like you have people, you have time in between fares. When you're a bus driver, you what do you? There's no stopping to pee in a cup, which I know cab drivers do all the fucking time because I watch them pull up to a red light, open the door, and dump out a cup full of piss which is very scary when you're driving between the cars on a motorcycle. So that's, <laughs> uh, but that's like literally something I look for. I, you know, when I, when I when pulling up alongside of a cab, they oftentimes open a door and pour something out and it's piss. Um, but as a bus driver, like not an option for you. So yeah, you've always got somebody in the bus, like a bus driver to me sounds like a, you know, pretty chill job, but it's the piss aspect of it. And there's probably other jobs where you just can't piss as you need to. But the bus driver, you are stranded. It's not like you're going to pull the bus over to a Starbucks, run in and, and take a piss, run back out, jump back in the bus, start it up and drive your passengers to the next destination. It's not an option. Um, David, we're going to wrap. Anything you wanted to add after your piss? That was good. <laughs> was um. Just was talking of bus drivers, and whenever I hear bus driver, all I can think about is the Ben Bailey routine. <laughs> I'm driving that one too. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't get it. Uh, I'll send you the link. Keep, keep it on for a minute after you cut the lives. All right. Um, on that note, guys, thank you for joining. This has been episode 100. Woo! Hey. David just took his glass with him to take a piss, took a piss, forgot his glass. Am I accurate? No, it, was, it was gone. <laughs> I, 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 it, was, it was empty. It was <clears> either either way, thank you guys for joining. I sincerely mean that. And thank you also to David and James and to Rosh, who is in the, in the back behind the scenes, forwarding your comments to us. Uh, so... Carol Ferruccio says, if you have to pee, just go. Don't hold it in. Like, well, I'm sitting in this seat and like the seat's still going to be there.
Um, but on that note, adios. All right, that concludes this episode. If you can think of any bad ideas that sounded like good ideas at the start, let me know in the comments. See you guys next time. I like PBR. I just got priced out of it. <laughs>